today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. I want to talk about the hospitality industry. I want to talk about restaurants. Uh, they have been one of the hardest hit sectors uh, in the pandemic, and especially during the lockdowns. And uh, it's it's critical now because we're talking about uh, more cases, and we're talking about, in some circles anyway, uh, a third lockdown here in the province of Ontario. Well, restaurant operators are calling the threat of a third wave of COVID-19 a do-or-die situation for the food service industry. Brett Bundale has the details. Health officials are warning of a potential COVID-19 comeback as cases increase across the country. A third wave could cause more lockdowns, something the hard-hit food service industry is watching closely. James Rillett, a vice president with Restaurants Canada, says another lockdown could force more restaurants to close their doors for good. He says the average restaurant loses about $30,000 every time a lockdown is called. The industry group says Canada has already lost more than 10,000 restaurants over the past year. Brett Bundell the Canadian press. Well, the aforementioned uh, James Rillett, the vice president of the Central Canada with Restaurants Canada, uh, joins us on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about this. James, thank you for the time. Glad you could be with us today. Thanks, Bill. Thanks for having me. I've got friends in the industry of business, and, and you well know, of course, that there's been a, a fabulous renaissance in the Hamilton area, especially with the restaurants and, and, you know, kind of an organic thing, and it's fabulous to see these things. And, and it breaks my heart, and, and certainly I'm sure it does yours too, uh, to have everything put on hold because of the pandemic. You can't control the pandemic, uh, but you can have some influence on the kind of political decisions that are made to try to help along. And uh, I, I kind of feel like you guys are getting left out of a lot of this stuff. Well, that's exactly right. We feel like uh, we're kind of the forgotten child of this whole pandemic. Uh, you know, it, it, we saw the vaccination schedule. We weren't even listed. Um, yeah, what's that all about? I don't know. We, we've been having calls with the Ministry of Health, and uh, um, we, we definitely don't want to go ahead of anyone in the queue, but uh, if we can't be, be vaccinated along with retail, I don't know what it, what, what they're issue is so um you know at the very least even if it's an oversight just the fact that they don't see our industry as 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 something they should comment on is is tells volumes let me just clear that up for our listeners okay in the second wave uh they're talking about high risk like you say critical retail workers grocery stores pharmacies financial services but not restaurants I, i i don't get it no, it, it, no one can explain it to us either. So it's, it just, it speaks volumes to our, our people that work in the industry that, uh, you know, unfortunately they feel like they've been left out. I mean, you've spent a lot of time at Queen's Park, though, James. You know how the wheels of government work or, or don't work sometimes, as the case might be. Uh, how do you correct something like this? Well, we just, like I said, when I was talking to the Ministry of Health this morning, we've been talking to the Premier's office. Um, I think we'll get it. It's, you know... It's one of those things that even if we don't get in the in that list, uh, it, it would, it's a matter of a couple of weeks. So it's not the biggest thing, but it's it's more the messaging they're sending to us that uh, that they we we want them to see that our industry is worth saving, that we need some changes, and uh, we definitely what, what we're asking for right now is we're saying look at BC, look at other provinces. You can reopen restaurants safely. And give people a safe place to congregate without them having their their uh, at home settings that are the super spreaders right now, unfortunately. But but this is a it is a public health issue. You're absolutely right. I mean, the staff in these places and these facilities, even if there's only going to be a, a third of the or a quarter or whatever it is now of of the uh, potential you know 
crowd allowed into the restaurant, the staff are at risk in any one of those situations. Why shouldn't they get the vaccination? They're they're just as much frontline as as the other groups we just mentioned, grocery store workers, pharmacies, things of that nature. They're out there and they're they're having face-to-face contact with people, by the way, that aren't wearing masks while they're eating. Yeah, well, we say to the government, you can't have it both ways. You can't say uh, we're a high-risk situation, so you have to be closed, but you're a high-risk situation, but we're not going to vaccinate you early. So uh, you can't have it both ways. Either recognize that we're low-risk and and allow us open, or um, if you still think we're a high-risk area, then then put us in the earlier uh, tranche of the vaccination. Restaurant owners and restaurateurs, uh, as you know, James, and our listeners, I think, are aware because we've talked about it a lot, are are at the top of the list, I think, when it comes to entrepreneurial spirits because it's, it's a risky business at the best of times. Uh, no matter how great your product is or how many good your venue is, uh, I mean, restaurants come and go. We know that. And, and the great ones stick around. And uh, it's tough enough to make a go of it, of course, in that industry. And then something like this comes along. Uh, and a lot of them have shut their doors. Uh, some of them are never going to open those doors again. I mean, hopefully, if they don't, they'll they'll move on to something else. I don't know. But, I mean, this is an industry. I don't want this to be one of these industries that say, geez, I didn't realize how important it was until it was gone. Yeah, I think, and you touched on it earlier. Like the the restaurants that, that make a difference, the ones that renovate or re- rejuvenate uh, areas, the ones that bring the na- neighborhoods back, they're the ones that, that are people that are taking a chance. They're mortgaging all the all, all their assets and just to uh have something different and and start something and they're the ones that are suffering and the biggest concern right now is yeah our, our industry will rebound it rebound eventually we'll get back to it but are all those people that make our industry so interesting and give so much back to the community will those people be gone that's the unfortunate thing that we're worried about right now. Well, we've seen it firsthand here in Hamilton, and I know in London, on Richmond Street, and a couple of other areas of London, uh, have restaurants are really the catalyst for a lot of the downtown rejuvenation uh, that we see. It certainly happened in Hamilton along King William Street and James Street. It's it's brought people back there, uh, and not just at lunchtime in some places, but I mean, you know, they're there for dinner as well, and and evenings out, and uh, it, it rejuvenates a, a community like this. Uh, and it's you know, when we're talking about economic recovery. I hope the government understands anyway, James, that the restaurant industry is going to have to play a large part in that. Oh, we definitely think so. Uh, we've said to them you know, it's going to take uh, 12 to 18 months for us to get back into a, a period of profitability. So hopefully that uh, there have been some good uh, um, support programs. Hopefully those can continue through the recovery period just to make sure that those uh, those people that bring vibrancy to our neighbourhoods uh, – can survive and can be there when we're coming out of this. How have uh, how have they been handling this? I mean, it's it's been very very tough for everybody, of course, but uh, especially with shutdowns. Uh, I, I mean, we, you know, we try to do our part. I mean, we've got some favorite restaurants around here that that we order out from, and and when they're open, we try to get in there as, as best as we can. Uh, do you get the sense that a lot of the loyal customers are doing what they can to support it in some way, shape, or form? Yeah, I, I definitely feel that people are are trying to do everything they can. They're ordering online. They're or, sorry, ordering uh, directly from the restaurants. They're uh, um, picking up when they can. A lot of people are buying gift cards just to say, mm-hmm. "When you're reopen, I'm I'm here for you." Um, and you know, it, it, just a good word uh, helps a lot. I, I've talked to so many people that said, "You know, I'm not open, but I heard from a lot of my customers that they're eager to." 
have me back. And it's amazing how much uh, difference that'll make to, to some people when they're making the decision whether they can continue or not. And I, I just talked to a member from Winnipeg. Uh, he said, it's not a matter of can I survive, but do I want to? So there's a lot of people right now are 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 questioning what their future will be. And so any support the community can give to those people is, uh, will help a lot. Well, it's got to be gratifying to know uh, that from what I've heard anyway, and I'm sure you've had a lot of this feedback too, James, uh, the public is ready, willing, and able to get back in. And, and, you know, as soon as these guys open their doors, it's, hey, I can hardly wait. Uh, so I, I think you're going to see a huge influx. And that's good news. Uh, the, as you mentioned, though, the problem is, is how many of those people are going to be able to open the doors? Because this is this has been problematic for them. I know there have been some government support programs, but not everybody qualifies for those. Uh, and, and then you've got the, the other particular situation that's probably unique to, to your business in restauranting is that uh, I'm, when there's a shutdown, what do you do with stock? I mean, I mean, you know, you do what you can about, as you say, ordering online and things of this nature. But, you know, they're open now, limited basis, of course. There's talk about another lockdown. At least some medical professionals are, are urging the government to at least consider that, if not do that. Uh, and you, you've all of a sudden, okay, you've got to shut the doors next Tuesday. What do you do with all the stuff that you've got there? It's it's really problematic. You hate to think that it's going to get tossed out. I know, to their credit, a lot of restaurants are actually talking with some, you know, agencies, social, social service agencies and things like that to, to help them out with some supply and things of this nature but it's not sustainable we can't keep opening and closing and opening and closing yeah that's our biggest fear we uh, we estimate it costs about thirty thousand dollars every time a restaurant closes um and uh you know we see it you see that saw that in ottawa today is um the government announced this morning that they would go into red which uh, red basically is closed in the in the restaurant size and uh they were given 16 hours notice so you know, somebody just just got a big order on Thursday for the for the weekend. All of a sudden, they can't use any of that, and so it's not going to get wasted. It'll either be given to food banks or it'll be given to uh, uh, to the staff, but they still have to pay for it. So it's it's tough. Every time they do that, it's tough. It's costly, and uh, unfortunately, it's the reality right now. How are your members holding out here? I mean, this has been a, a particularly rough year for everybody we get that and 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 you know this as we talked about is it can be very tenuous with the business are their spirits high are they because i mean the vaccination program is underway and I, I i tend to agree with you i think you know as soon as the government is aware oh geez we left that out uh it, it's a small correction to make to say yeah okay you guys are included in that list so i i, I think you're right that's going to happen but keep making the phone calls in the meantime uh but, but do they see a light at the end of the tunnel here um Yes, I think people were seeing a light. Uh, fortunately, if uh, numbers are looking like a third wave, and we're a little worried right now, but you know, as the as the weather started to get nice, uh, um, you know, I'm up in the New York region, and I saw people out on patios on St. Patty's Day. It was it wasn't the same St. Patty's Day, but at least people were starting to get out again, and people were on patios. So I know as to, as we get these nicer days, people start to think, well, maybe we can reopen in some way and you know uh, the vaccinations if once we get that hopefully it's a game changer and we can start to open so hopefully we have a great a better summer and people can start uh, getting reopened but uh, um, it's a light but it's not the as bright as we'd like it yet yeah and you don't know quite know how far that away that is how, how have the 
when you look at the long term here, and as you mentioned, it's going to take a while for a recovery here for people that have been impacted by this. Uh, but do they change the way of delivering service? I mean, a lot of people, as you say, are doing online stuff. Is is that going to be uh, not a major part, I guess, of, of the restaurant industry? But is 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 it going to continue uh, to to be a part of it now and increase to the level that it has over the last year? Yeah, the takeout and delivery section of the of the industry was growing exponentially before this hit. So. Um, I don't think that'll slow down any anytime soon. Um, but you'll you see people that did things like uh, uh, meal kits. They did mm-hmm. things like groceries. I think they'll stay in that in that space. Um, I think some of the other things you'll see is uh, you'll see people having simpler menus, not quite as many uh, options when you go to a restaurant, but uh, just to pare it down so it's not as as complex in the kitchen. Um, but uh, other than that, you know, our industry is really resilient, and I can't tell from day to day what's, what's going to change. Or I think there's a lot of changes that are out there that we just don't know yet. And I'm, I'm sure mm-hmm. this industry will be back, but what it'll look like is is a mystery right now. Well, and it's going to be up to us as consumers to, to be a part of that as well. And, and like I say, I'm hearing very positive vibes about that. We just need to get over that hump. And as you say, we don't know when that's going to happen, but the vaccination program is going to be key to that. Uh, we'll certainly track this story. I, I know the premier is going to be in Hamilton uh, today, and uh, hopefully during his presser at 1 o'clock, maybe somebody will bring this up to him as well. We'll get a response at that point. Uh, please pass on our best wishes to everybody uh, in the in the organization, James, and continue with the great work. And thanks for spending some time with us today. Really appreciate it. Well, and you've always been a big supporter of small businesses, especially restaurants. And I thank you for that. And have a great day. Okay, take care, James. We'll talk again Bye. soon. James Rillo, of course, uh, Vice President of the Central Canada Branch of Restaurants Canada. And uh, keep doing it. I mean, and, you know, if there's going to be another lockdown, and maybe the Premier will add some clarity to that later on today, this is going to have a huge impact on those folks now. And keep doing the takeout, keep doing the gift cards, whatever you can, to try to keep these people from simply throwing in the keys and saying that's it, uh, because that would be problematic. And even if we get back on our feet uh, in the next few months uh, with vaccinations and everything else and the economy starts to flourish again, that's one industry that, that has to, to be there. That, that's one of the staples, of course, of our economy, especially the local economies. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.